Hello, this is Michael Fanning, and I'm the host of the Windermere Coaching Minute. This is our quick form podcast where we'll talk to Windermere agents who bring creative ideas, power strategies, and successful routines to light. In each episode, we'll talk to real estate professionals to learn what they have done that have allowed them to be better than they were yesterday. Please enjoy our podcast. Hello, everyone. This is Michael Fanning, uh, and this is our Winnie Coaching Minute. And uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, a topic known as AI, artificial intelligence, or better uh, chat GPT, if you will. And I've got Todd Steinberg with me today. Todd, how are you? Doing great. How are you doing, Michael? Great. Thanks for being here. And Todd is our Director of Education for Southwest Washington and Oregon. And Todd's been with Winnie for 10 years. And uh, he does a lot of training when it comes to our tech tools and helping our agents just uh, provide a higher level of, of client service when it comes to understanding how to get information in front of our clients and uh, has a, a lot to say about AI. And then we got Sandy Dodge, who has been with Windermere for 3.5 years. Sandy, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. And Sandy is a copywriter. And uh, so just real quick, Sandy, when you when you say copywriter, give us some context around kind of what, what you do inside the services world. Yeah, I don't have a simple answer at this point. I pretty much uh, make sure that we say what we want to say. And that's everything from, you know, digital, print, paid search, social campaigns, all the copywriting. I work with Robin and the graphic design team on everything. So um, if something written comes out of services, there's a, a good chance I've uh, given it my stamp. I love it. Um, well, thank you both for being here. So today we just want to touch on, you know, there's a lot of a lot of hype right now going around about AI. A lot of people are wondering what AI is going to do. Some people are asking, you know, is AI going to disintermediate a lot of our jobs and take over the world? And um, we're not going to go down that path. That's a whole nother, that's a whole nother podcast and a whole nother topic. But what I do want to do is for our listeners today, I want them to just listen to this podcast and walk away with maybe some ideas that they can try where they can uh, maybe save some time, maybe uh, do some things that enhance how they're showing up in front of their clients, uh, those types of things. And so, and I'd want to get your, your take on them because, you know, it's interesting. There's a lot of opinions about AI out there. And, uh, and I think that nobody's right, nobody's wrong, but I think it's good for us to just throw some stuff out there so people can think about maybe uh, what they're doing and how they're doing it effectively and not going to get themselves in trouble either. Um, because it is, you know, it is kind of an unknown um, and it's and it's evolving every day uh, as we know it. So um, we have a little cheat sheet and I'll share this information with all of you in the show notes, but um, that I sent out to both uh, Todd and to Sandy. So the first thing, if you think about just basic understanding of, of AI, let's just start there. So um, when you guys are using an AI tool, which one are you using? Which one do you prefer to use? Because I know there's options out there. Yeah, I, I tend to roll with uh, ChatGPT just because it's the majority of what agents are are kind of using these days on the, the you know the large language uh, AI that's out there. Uh, so just making sure I'm familiar with that one and and I, it's the one I'm most comfortable with currently. Are you using the paid version? Uh, no, I'm just rolling with the free at this point, but I'm probably going to be getting the paid here pretty soon. Okay. Um, and I'll, and I'll make a, I'll just throw this out there real quick. And this is something that I just recently learned, but, um, the chat GPT that we know that's free is running on 3.5 mm -hmm. and goes up to roughly 2021. Um, the paid version, however, if you, if you switch over to the paid version, it takes you up to 4.0 chat GPT 
And I believe it goes up to 2022. Um, I, I need to check that, but I think that's the case. So yeah. one, of the, one of the things I would say that individuals, if you're going to use a chat GPT model, it might make sense to do the paid for model instead of the instead of the the free version, just because you might get a little bit more robust uh, tool sets and it's running on a, on a newer version. Sandy, how about you? Yeah, pretty much the same. Yeah, the thing to keep in mind there is, um, you know, these models, these technologies are, they're accessing a, you know, pre-trained set of text that they're scanning from across the internet. So that's why these dates, you know, are are relevant because it can only access up to a certain date. And obviously, yeah, from 3.5 to 4, we're bumping up a full year there. It's only a matter of time before these things are to the second connected to the internet to where they're having the access to the most updated information. But for agents and you know anyone that uses it, that is an important distinction because to, to get the best use out of this thing, it's not like searching the internet. Like when you use mm -hmm. Google, you're accessing information, you're asking it questions. This is a content generator that works by giving you the best response one word at a time. So it's not just simply like, what's the capital of this country? It can give you a bunch of information for that, but it goes far beyond, you know, just that kind of point A to point B, I need information, access it. So I'm sure we'll get into that. Absolutely. Um, for mine, um, I've been using uh, one by a company called Anthropic. Uh, it's called Claude, C-L-A-U-D-E, uh, Claude 2. You can go to Claude.ai. Um, currently it's running on 4.0 um, and it's not, and, and it's, it's a complimentary. So there's, there's no fee for it, but I, I got a warning the other day that popped up. So that might soon change. So, you know, who's to say, but uh, the point being is that uh, that's one that I've been using that I've been playing around with that I like. Um, and it's got some cool features in there uh, as well. So that, so if, if you're listening, you might try those out. You might do the, the paid for chat GPT or try Claude. We'll put that in the notes, uh, Claude.ai. You simply put in your email address, it spits back into your email a code, you pop that code in, and you're up and running. The other thing I do like about it is, it, and, and ChatGPT does this too, it saves all of my recent things that I did, so I can go back. If there's something that I want to go back and retrieve, I can go do that. Um, yeah, one thing that's worth mentioning there too is Claude is one of the AI models that's considered a constitutional AI, which is based on this kind of like set of quote-unquote values. So for agents, yeah, like in your when you're researching which tools to use, um, you know, because there's kind of gray areas around like, you know, what these things spit out and how directly transferable they are for you to use. So just, just look into that. Cause Claude is, that's kind of anthropic. That's their, their uh, song that they're singing right now is like, this one is based on a set of values. So they think that is better for mm -hmm. how these things are going to go into the future. Yeah, exactly. The one thing I will say too, is that um, if you're going into any of these, they all have, they all have uh, how-tos and videos that help you with better understanding prompts because we'll talk about this, but prompts are key um, in, in what you ask it because it takes everything uh, literally. <laughs> so, so the way you ask and how you ask things uh, have, a, have a, a big uh, difference there too. So I've watched a lot of those and they've just helped me to better understand how to manipulate the tool to get the response that I'm looking for. Um, so something to think about, and those are in there. All right. So let's start off with, so, uh, what are your, what's your two cents? So here I am an agent and let's say that I want to do, I want to, I want to enhance my listing description, right? 
just kind of let's let's just kind of uh spitball that a little bit what 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 are some things you're telling uh the agents that they should be aware of or how to do these things properly uh first off um you know i go down the direction of you know we are a regulated industry and we have to be sure that um we need to stick to certain types of language in how we speak uh, to you know listings and things like that uh, fair housing other things like that and these tools do not understand that they are not real estate specific tools they don't understand fair housing they don't understand all those things but they can they can approximate it um, by way of how they spit out information so that's where we go back to that whole conversation about prompting so you want to be sure that you're when you're prompting especially like a listing description that you're 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 wanting it to key in on certain language that uh, fits within those those regulations and 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 those kind of requirements. That's one thing that I really emphasize. Yep. Sand anything? Yeah. To to again to to kind of parlay this to search. Like when you Google something, Google has access to all the information out there. And when you search something that narrows the vision of Google and it tells you, it you know leads you in the direction of the information that you're actually trying to access. Tools like these, like ChatGPT, Claude, whatever these AI language tools, they have access to this huge amount of information. And when you're interacting with it, when you're prompting it, it's your job to keep it within the rails. Like you are the one that is guiding it. And so when it comes to listing descriptions, et cetera, as Todd mentioned, these things are just trained on accessing all that information they're not trained you know to to perfectly adhere to certain guidelines they can personify certain things like you'll talk about with role playing and kind of using it as a coaching tool but um they they don't have the knowledge that you do as an agent that you've trained you've gone through getting your certifications and all that kind of stuff so just as you know when you access search you're finding the information that that you're looking for you have to continue to use these things in, in an efficient way and keep it sort of keep it within the, the bumpers, you know, be the bumper rails for it to make sure that you're, you're getting what you're actually trying to get out of it. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing I'd like to, uh, you know, emphasize to folks is like, think of it as having a conversation with, with, you know, the AI that you're the, the first result is not always the end result is that that's your first result that it's going to, you know, that response it's going to give you, uh, is a starting point. And that if you want, you know, to refine it, have a conversation with it, and then, you know, regenerate a new response with that next prompt, like the first prompt leads to the second prompt that leads to a third prompt. And so within that chat, within that conversation, you're refining that result so that it gets closer and closer to that end result that you're looking for. And that no matter where you end up, you're still only about 85% of the way there. You need to go in and then take that result and put it in your voice as well, because it can approximate your voice after you know you you prompt with certain queries, uh, but it's never gonna match your voice. And your voice is important because you know you've been coming up with these listing <laughs> descriptions for years as an agent. And, and so your clients are expecting a certain tone and a certain way that you approach it. So you want to be sure that you finish things off in that voice. And that's, that's another point I like to emphasize as well. 
Yeah. And yeah. To further to further that analogy for agents, imagine you have an assistant that has unlimited, you know, access to information and you task them with creating a listing description or some kind of, you know, marketing copy or whatever, what they get back to you, of course, you're going to look at it, you know, with kind of a microscopic eye, because it's something that you're going to say to use for your business. And you have your knowledge that you're bringing into it. And the better instructions you give that assistant, the better perhaps the output is going to be, but you still, you know, need to go over it with a fine tooth comb because it's representative of you and your business. Yeah. So to give you an example, I, I was tweaking and playing with this the other day, but here's kind of an idea of how that would work. So for the listeners, if you will. So for example, let's say that I want to prompt it. So this would be an example prompt, write a 500 word real estate listing description for, and I would put in the address and then I would, and then, and then take a stab at what you want to say and take that and literally copy and paste that in there. So, so maybe you have an idea of what you want the description to be. So you would say, write a 500 word real estate listing description for this address using this con this data, right? And hit and, and hit the button, see what happens. And it spits it out. Then you can say, then you can tweak it. So here's the conversation. Um, uh, rewrite this as I am a real estate professional. And there it goes. Now rewrite this with a friendly tone. There it goes. Now rewrite this so that the audience potentially would be a potential buyer. And then look what it says and then take that. And as Sandy said, now... And 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 Todd, now you've got now you've got a really great piece that you can manipulate a little bit and then put it into uh, your listing. But you know, it's not just a, a do it once and, and you got it done. It's massage it a little bit. And I do like there's tonality there. Uh, there's personality that you can give it and just kind of see how it feels. And uh, the other big test is this. I had some of the other they said, well, I write amazing uh, descriptions. So I said, great. I said, so write your amazing description. And now what I want you to do is I want you to go through that little process I just talked about. And then I want you to read them both, but I want you to have somebody else read them. And I want you to see which one felt better or resonated more. And it's just, it's interesting on how, when you massage it that way, how it starts to put uh, words in context that just communicate in a different light. Uh, and it works. Um, but but so play around with it. But that that would be my two cents. Anything you guys have on that to say on that? Yeah, if you're if you write well and you you love how how you write and you can knock out you know your marketing content anytime that's great. But with this, you can proceed with the knowledge that you have this thing, this tool in your toolkit that is ready to you know work at lightning speed whenever you need or want it. If you're caught between things or whatever, you have this brain that's just sitting there waiting for to to provide you with something. Yep. Um, the next one is uh, then taking that. So let's say we we did a we got a really great listing description. We got it with the way we want it. It's written exactly the way we want it. And now we say, hey, we want to showcase our listing in social. Uh, what I do love about it is it can then can very quickly take that content. I can say now using this above content, write me a Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn post, including and this is what I love, including hashtags and emojis. And I mean, it's like. Uh, have, have you guys, have you guys played with that side of it? Yeah, I've, I've, I've played around with that. Um, and you know, you, you tell it to, you are a professional copywriter and, uh, create a blog post with these key points and incorporate hashtags, tags, blah, 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 as it relates to this. I mean, it really, again, depends upon that prompt and how specific you are with that prompt. 
because if you're not specific garbage in garbage out yeah so you want it you want it to really dial up and it's amazing how fast and again like sandy was saying it, it's searching word by word the best response possible that matches your prompt and if you don't like the result well then there's that lovely in chat gpt and i'm sure claude has the same thing regenerate option and yes. then it will regenerate and give you a fresh take on that same prompt that you had so it really does you know give you that opportunity to generate some really good content but again it's 85 percent of the way there you need to finish it off in your own voice and then you know, you've got that content ready to go. Yeah. Um, so, so that's a great one. And the other thing too, I, I have seen, uh, it's a great idea generator. Um, like for example, let's say that uh, in Ninja, we teach the eight by eight, which is eight touches for eight weeks. And we have eight, well, I don't know what to send. How do I send that? So I can go in there and say, Hey, create for me a marketing campaign that has eight touches in eight weeks. Um, and I would like it to pivot around uh, homeowner tips and, uh, what buyers need to do to get ready to buy and what sellers need to do to get ready to sell and put that in outline form. And I am a professional real estate agent and I work in the Seattle market. And all of a sudden you're like, and, you're like, and, and it's not that that's exactly what you're going to use, but oh my gosh, all of a sudden your brain says, oh, I got ideas now. Yeah. To tie it back to kind of how we started. That is the key difference between this tool and search for anyone that's wondering like, well, what's the big deal is the examples and scenarios version. It's like, if you imagine if you were able to ask Google, like pretend that this is the reality, then what would you come back with? That's what it's doing. Yep. Yeah. It's, and so, and, and I think that that's one of the key things a lot of people miss is that uh, you know, it, you can get real creative with your prompts and, and it can give you some good solid content back. And it's not that that's what you're going to use, but it sparks ideas, right? You know, it's kind of like when you ever have a writer's block. Like when I find myself writing a speech, and I have writer's block. I'll open up, uh, you know, chat and I'll just go, hey, I need an idea for this. And then sentence goes, hey, have you thought about this? I'm like, no, I haven't. Um, uh, so again, blog posts, that's another thing that it can do. Uh, an example I have is that write a 600 word blog post titled top 10 things to do in Seattle this summer featuring family friendly local activities and use a friendly tone. And I am a real estate professional. I mean, <laughs> right. So, uh, so some creative, some creative things there that, that you can do. Have you guys seen anything in that world that you want to, you want to touch on? No. Sandy, okay. Sandy, you want to roll with that or just again, reiterating the importance of your, your, your voice, but yeah, that is one of the main benefits there of the brain, the brain is there and it, it works. It's just waiting for you to prompt it, but then uh, you take that and, and make your own. And, and you know, one of the thing I, I do like about it as well that I saw some agents doing is that, I mean, we can talk for a moment about SEO um, search engine optimization but it also has the ability, right? If I say, but I want to write a search engine optimized title for this blog post. So that's the other thing that it can do. So once it generates the blog post and it's the way you want it, you can say, now write me a SEO uh, optimized title for this blog post. And, you know, so then it will go back and now you've got this really great title. I've been doing that a lot with a podcast. So like this podcast we have today, I'll take this podcast, I'll build the show notes, then I'll plug them into AI and say, you know, build me these keynotes and bullet pointed in this way. And then I'll say, and write me a 
SEO optimized title for our podcast. I mean, and I'm I'm just I'm blown away sometimes. You know, I'm, I'm not using it verbatim, but I'm blown away sometimes is the way it thinks and what it comes up with. It doesn't think the data that it goes re to retrieve to generate the response, right? Yeah, and that that's actually an interesting area where specifically when we talked about with the ways that we're using it, 3.5 versus four and free and all that kind of stuff. I am using the free version, but one thing I do have is there's, there are a few different providers of this, but AIPRM is the, the main one that I've come across, which is a, essentially a service that's nested inside ChatGPT and they are, it's like a plugin. And so with AIPRM, what I have access to are all these pre-made, you know, templates and prompts that people have made. And I don't use it necessarily for content marketing, but one of the areas I do like to use it as a brainstorm tool, you know, et cetera, is for SEO. And so I will go in there and, and ask it, you know, keyword variations, different long tail keywords, different title ideas, headings, meta descriptions, all that kind of stuff. So again, with the, the limited history, the fact that it's not completely up to date, it's not by any means the best SEO tool out there but it can give you something in that realm. And then for agents, if you have some other kind of SEO tool presence process in within your, you know, your business, the way you're getting your content out, then the best version I think is going and taking whatever chat GPT, whatever tool you're using, whatever SEO in, uh, outputs it gives you, and then going and checking those in, in whatever SEO tools. But but um, the plugins that might be something good for for people to check into. But the one I use is is AI PRM. So it's called AI <clears throat> PRM. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. I'll make it that in show notes. Um, the other. So uh, and, and and by the way, to that point too, Sandy, uh, you bring up a good point. Is as this thing evolves and it becomes more real time, uh, you'll see those types of uh, uh, things get enhanced. Obviously. Um, the one that I love because I am not a guru at Excel or Google Sheets. Um, what I love about this is that I can literally ask it uh, not only to give me the equations, but I can say, hey, build me an Excel sheet with this output of what I want and show me how to actually do it in Excel or just give me the macro. So uh, uh, and, and that blew my mind when I saw it creating macro. And if for anybody listening, if you know, if you use Excel, you can go into the in, into the macro window, you can open up and you just literally copy paste this code now that it created, which it's really good at doing. And then hitting run the macro and then all of a sudden, voila, there's your, there's the Excel sheet that I thought I was never going to be able to do on my own. Uh, but that, that's, that's a pretty cool thing there. Have you guys played around with that? Yeah, I haven't really played around on that side of it. Um, you know, I've heard you talk about it a couple of times now, and I've, I'm, I think it's something I want to play around with next because I am not an Excel person at all. Um, and so, yeah, I have not played around on that side of it. Yeah, I mean, if you know basically the basic structure of what you're trying to do, like I want to try to find the cap rate of these commercial properties that are selling at X at this, you know, and, and I give it all that content and I say build it. Um, it'll literally create the, the macro equation for me that I can then go copy paste into Excel. And then I can tweak it and look at it. If I don't like that, I can come right back to the AI and say, Hey, here's where I want to tweak it. And it'll rewrite it until I get it to where I want it. But it's amazing at writing code and equations. Um, Sandy, anything you want to add to that? Uh, yeah, it's, it is pretty amazing. And I will say the, the mathematic element is kind of one of the, the later developing waves with this thing. So like, 
I, people may remember like the Wolfram announcements and all that stuff recently. And it was actually one of the things that early on people were pointing out as a shortcoming of these tools it was like this basic, you know, mathematic mathematical formulas, like it's, it's not understanding. So again, as we've mentioned in a couple different contexts, that is like rapidly evolving and I'm sure it'll be to the point, you know, in the near future where it's um, doing some, some pretty insane calculation. Yep. So last couple of things and we'll wrap up here um, is the one thing I do like about is summarizing and extracting. Um, so I can, like, for example, I can take, uh, for those listeners at Windermere, you could take the Matthew Gardner report as a PDF, drop it into AI and say, summarize this report in five bullet points uh, and, and, and now make it a blog post uh, and include hashtags and emojis. I mean, <laughs> It, and, and, and it will, it'll like in a matter of seconds, <clears throat> you know, it'll, it'll do that. The other thing I love is um, this goes back to something that I learned is that in real time, I can go to Google, I can search articles in real time. I can highlight that entire article, drop it into AI and go highlight another article. Let's say there's an article in Keeping Current Matters. There's an article in Real Trends and there's an article in Inman. They're all kind of on the same topic. I can drop all three of those into AI and I can say now summarize based off these three articles and give reference to each one of them with the information where it came from <clears throat> and write me a blog post. And uh, it just blows my mind. Yeah, that's, that's one of the great features because I know, you know, a lot of people with the content side of, of, you know, creating blog posts, they don't even know where to begin. Right. And so the ability that you can take content that's already existing, which you would be doing anyway. And then instead of trying to summarize it yourself, this thing will summarize it. It, it understands it, it defines, you know, it, yeah. it, it goes through and then it just pops it right out for you. So it really simplifies that whole process. Uh, and my two cents on that is always give reference to where you got the content from in your blog post. The other thing I saw the other day is then I went in and I said, and now please add the URLs to each one of those articles. Uh, and reference at the bottom of the post. And it was amazing. It, it listed those three items with those URLs of where I grabbed that content off of Google. And so I want to give full credit uh, when I do those types of things. But that was a great one uh, as well. Anything you guys have seen in that world of just summarizing and extracting? Yeah, pretty impressive. For, again, for people in this business, when you're in a crunch, when you're running between appointments or whatever, and you need to... Um, cram, study, anything, whatever, get the most essential bits out of a long piece of text. This is this can be your best friend. Yep. The one thing I do know, uh, I was reading on this the other day, it also understands uh, personality type. So either anagram or disc. Um, so for example, and I, I want to just mention this, if, if I've got, if I've got to have a, a crucial conversation email, which we try to do over voice, but, and I've got to write, let's say I have to write it to Todd and I know Todd is a peace person, let's say, okay. And so I, I have this email that I got to deliver some really difficult information to him on. I may write it out, but then I may plug it in there and say, please uh, check grammar and write this for a peace personality. And it's amazing on how it will take what I wrote and it will put a little bit more feel and, uh, and, and uh, not emotion, but it's just the way it uses words. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's amazing. And you're like, oh, okay, that sounds way better than the, because I'm a power person. That sounds way better than how I would talk to Todd if I would have to talk to him. And so it can also do some of those things for you in summarizing and creating based off of personality types. Yeah, I, I was actually teaching a class uh, for one of our 
offices uh, just the other day on on ChatGPT and, and AI. And to me, that's one of the biggest things um, is the ability to get it to uh, understand um, and generate content reflective of a personality, reflective of uh, a person's like emotional state to a certain degree. Like the example I gave in the class was like, you know, what are the top five concerns for um, a, a hesitant buyer or a hesitant seller uh, wanting to list their home? What are their top five concerns in the current market conditions? And, and respond in the tone of that hesitant seller. And so that it then spits out and it actually, you know, well, you know, I'm not so sure I want to do this, blah, blah, blah. And it, it, the response is actually in that tone. And then you can kind of keep massaging that further to develop a script so that you can communicate and, and create like a script as to how to, you know, work on your skill set in, in communicating with that, that person. So yep. it's, it's really amazing. That yeah. whole dynamic that we we just talked about is the root of why these tools have caused such disruption in the creative industry. Yeah, yeah, totally. I, I would agree with you on that. Their ability to step in other shoes is yeah. pretty next level. Yeah. Um, the last the last one here that we've been using it. So we use this a lot in coaching. Is because we teach from the basis of ninja and there's a ninja philosophy, there's a ninja dialogue, there's a way to speak to people and a way to have set set questions. And a lot of people, the only way to learn those is through practice, right? And so uh, role play prompts, uh, I got to tell you, it's, it's, it's actually fun. It's, it's actually kind of fun to kind of play around with this thing. Um, but what we do is, uh, so for example, this would be a prompt, role play with me where you play the role of the first time home buyer looking for a two to three bedroom house in the neighborhood of X, you are concerned about prices, mortgage pre-approvals, inspection process, and you have an impatient personality, right? And so all of a sudden, and so you get go, and then you get this persona, and now you're you're talking with them. And I love it because I say, okay, how would you answer that? And we, we throw that out to our clients. And then they say, well, I'm not really sure what I would say. And I said, okay, so there's a challenge right there. Let's, what, what do you want to say? Um, have you guys played around with any of the role-playing aspects of it? Yeah, I was uh, working on on building scripts for different kind of situational scripts when working with clients. And then, you know, as, if an agent isn't sure of what that response would be is, well, then, okay, respond to this client in that personality type who's yeah. having that kind of issue as a professional real estate advisor. And then you'll see it just build off a script where, you know, agent, you know, concerned buyer, and it goes back and forth and having that conversation. And so it, it kind of, it, it's really impressive as to how it kind of, you know, just throws that stuff out. And again, it's a starting point. It may not be exactly how you want to coach it, but it at least gives you a, a, a good starting point to work with. Right. And, and one of the things you can do too, and I played with this the other day, is I can say, uh, now, um, give me, give me ideas of how I could have been better if I was a real estate using the ninja selling system, uh, because it understands that because all that content is living because that book was written in 2018. Um, and then it goes and then it gives you these things. It says, hey, well, you could have done this. You could have done this. You could have done this. And uh, it's really interesting how and that's and that's just how we learn. Right. Uh, through repetition. Sandy, you were going to mention something. Yeah, it's just, I think that's the other frontier of this tool. Like we've talked a lot about the sort of content marketing side, generating things, being a brainstorming writer's block here, all this stuff. But this, 
is kind of happens in a different is a different feedback system. So for, I think for a lot of people, you know, with people get busy at work and a lot of times, you know, like you bounce things off of your significant other or people in your life are like, I just, I have this thing tomorrow. Like, can I just like walk through it with you? And we get our heads just full of stuff that we're preparing for. And that's the other part of this tool is it can help you walk through those things and not, but it goes beyond just like hearing you, you know, air, air out whatever thoughts you have in your head. It is a great coaching tool because there's this constant feedback loop. And so um, whatever, you know, those moments, if like you're preparing for some big meeting or anything like that, just any of those moments you have in your head, just like, oh man, I, I've got so much stuff in my head. I wish I could kind of get some feedback here in, in, you know, on my own time. That's, it's there waiting for you. Right. And, and, and the one thing I will say is you, you can tie it to a trusted, already proven system uh, that's been created before 2022, which is why it's it's important when I say critique this role play now and tell me how I could have done better as as from the perspective of a ninja selling real estate agent, because now it's going to go into that philosophy that we know it works, right? As opposed to just grabbing stuff from anywhere or as uh, somebody who's been trained by the Brian Buffini network or what, you know, whatever it happens to be, but it's going to go pull that information and try to implement it in there. So Again, I think, Sandy, the important part there is uh, it doesn't mean that the stuff we know today doesn't work anymore. It just means it does work. But make sure that you're setting a position or a prompt where it's going to gather that information to give you advice back. Does that make sense? Yeah, that go that goes back to our, our prompt or anything again, because this thing is just a brain. If you were looking for just like general critiques, like it would probably reference something. It'd be like, well, I don't know. But according to what I yeah. know of the industry or whatever. So again, like we talked about, the more context you give it, like you're talking about, that is the good way to use this tool. That's when you'll get good information back, good feedback, all of that. So yeah, tell it what to do and tell it who to be and it'll be that person and do that thing. <laughs> like a kid, you got to set boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I know for our listeners, the two of you did a really great video that's on the hub that they can go access where you talked about this. Um, I know that we're going to be doing more classes around this. Um, and so this is just the tip of the iceberg, but I want to thank you guys for taking the time today. I know we're kind of running late on time here. Um, any last words for our audience before we, uh, before we, uh, finish up? Uh, for me again, just reiterating, uh, finish things off in your own voice and make sure that you are taking care of the things you know, you need to take care of as it relates to the industry. Yep. So absolutely. Yep. Just All right. Be you're the filter on the other side. It's, you know, <laughs> yeah. but it, it, it can help you, but it doesn't completely speak for you. You, you still speak for yourself. Well, yep. and I had this conversation the other day, you know, all the stuff that it's pulling from was created from a human mind. And, uh, and we have to keep having the human thought and the creativity in order for this thing to pull information. And so it is not, it is not, uh, you know, pushing us out. Uh, we have to keep creating. And I think that that's, the one thing that I will say is, you know, don't underestimate your ability to be creative and do the things you want to do, but allow this thing maybe structure in a way that gives you some thought, some idea, and kind of propels you forward to get better at who you are. So that would be that would be my advice on it as well. All right, everybody. Hey, well, thank you so much, you guys, for being here. Uh, as we always end these with all of our listeners, we want to thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. If you like what we're doing, please feel free to share it. Also, give us a rating. It helps us there. And then if you have ideas for us on topics you want us to cover, let us know. And if you want to be on the podcast, you've got some great ideas. We'd love to interview you. 
And we always say be awesome and help somebody. And the two of you, thank you so much. And uh, you guys have a great rest of your day. Hey, you see you guys. Take care. All right. See you. Bye. Well, we want to thank you for listening to our Windermere Coaching Minute. We hope you found this content helpful. If you did, please feel free to share it and give us a rating. And we'll always end our podcast by saying, be awesome and help somebody and make it a great day.